Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. We got the vibe on deck, bro. Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go. If you could just imagine some dudes into music, get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing. So here we go. Deep Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history. So now what? They got their mics and gizmos. Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, Mo. Yeah. Welcome to Sports and Things, a weekly podcast where we go in depth on sports and music topics of the week. Featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and host Dennis Turner. And welcome to Sports and Things, everybody. Um, glad to have you with us. I am your host, Dennis Turner. With me, as always, I have the fellas Jay Hill, Trey Ely, and we have John Lane back with us after a week off. Um, can we talk Fight about that? Friday week off. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 for sure. All right, so John, John took a sabbatical. <laughs> he took a week off. For the like, birth of his y'all. new baby boy, uh, congratulations, John! You said he was a how, how big was he? Five pounds eight ounces? Oh, did I did I freeze? Nah, he was uh, like six point nine ounces. Six point nine. So six point nine ounces. Six six point nine pounds. Six point nine ounces. That's that's like <laughs> damn, damn old baby. <laughs> <Yeah>. old. <laughs> that's a little person. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he's six point nine. He came out six point nine. So uh, yeah, he's uh he's very sweet he's actually been um he's doing a lot better in his first week than my firstborn did in his first week so we're very grateful i don't know if that means we just know what we're doing or we know what not to do but it's been it's been peachy that's sweet what's his name uh i know you said his nickname is cookie right his nickname is cookie his name is oliver (laughs) oliver lane oliver lane cookie is the nickname that my son gave to him so we just call him that does he have a middle name like Jamal? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> what? Cookie Jamal. Cookie Jamal Lane. Cookie Jamal Lane. Nah, we, we'll we go ahead. just we, call him. Never mind. Just call him Theo. <laughs> 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 yep. there yeah, that's what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> well, congratulations to you and your soon. wife, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah, um, glad, glad she got home you, safe and everything, man. So yeah, it's good uh, to be so th- back. that's the big news we had. We couldn't share with you last. We didn't want to jinx it or had nothing, no nothing going. So 
Thanks, thanks. Uh, it went well. Um, this is the podcast where we are musicians and artists who love to talk sports. And we're going to get right into our first subject. Washington Wizards win three straight since 19... Oh, I said 19. I meant to say 1996. Damn! <laughs> I mean, it, it felt like... Come on, man. It felt like since 19... Let me read it again. Hold on. Let me read it again. The Washington Wizards have won three straight games since 2018. Does it mean something for the Wizards? And let's go with Trey, because he's been quiet. Just making faces. I think his middle name's Jamal, too. No. <laughs> Oh. Win 50-plus games for the first time since 1975 and then holler at me. Wow. Does it mean anything that your boy Berton scored 35? That is your boy. No, no, no. no. And you know it no, does. No. Don't even do that. You know it means something. No. That means he's, that 80 million he, or something. He's an overpaid relief off the bench shooter. His middle name is Jamal. <laughs> Malcolm. I mean, oops. No, is Jamal Berton. Is just a title? <laughs> Yes. That's the title. <laughs> I love getting the title within the first 30 seconds of any show. I ain't got to think about it no more. Davis right. Jamal Berton. That's going to be a title. Oh. Jamal Berton. Wow. Uh, oh, boy. Jay? Uh, no, it doesn't. Um, I mean, this is, this is uh, they're consistent. They play well against the teams they are not supposed to. And they don't play well against the teams that they, I mean, on paper at least, they should crush. So, nah, this don't mean nothing. There aren't too many of those, many more of those left these days. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, it's one of those, like, give me a five-game streak or eight-game streak, and then we'll start like, okay, now y'all finally understand how this game is supposed to be played. Three, don't do nothing. Yeah, and like if you really think about it, the last ten games they five and five, so it's not like they they just they just batting five hundred at this yeah. point. They're not doing and, well. And I mean, it, it was quite recent that they were celebrating their first back to back win. So I mean, right. yeah, I mean, like well, it, you know, yeah, I'm sure there's champagne January. everywhere in Capital <laughs> One Arena. Uh, John, if it means anything, it means that the players are starting or beginning to score better or beginning to score uh there's still no defense but i think if it means anything it probably means that davis bertans is finding his his shot um you're seeing the ball being facilitated you're seeing russell westbrook score uh better as well but i think that's it you know this team is what it is it's not this team ain't winning what did i say 20 games this team ain't winning 20 games so they're nineteen, they're nine and seventeen right now. So yeah, they're not winning twenty games. I, I think they're just going to look into the lottery. Scott Brooks will be gone, and you're not even giving them twenty games. N- nah, out of seventy two, nice. Nah, man, they're they're horrible. I would have given them thirty. They're a very oh, very no, bad team, man. man. They're just a good. very. They're yeah, a very bad team. They can't shoot. They can't defend. And they don't have, like you said, they don't have too many games where they're playing teams that they should be. But that's where you're wrong, though. They can shoot. Like, you can say that about any team. But like, they haven't been. Like, who is that that just broke the record? Somebody just, just like, broke a, a ridiculous three-point record that's like, who? 
like Minnesota or some shit. It was something really ridiculous. The Minnesota problem is all these teams can team, shoot. Team. All these teams can shoot, but like exactly. it's, streak, it's streaky shooting, right? So yes. like it doesn't count because everybody can put up numbers. No, this is the new, does count. Like Charles Barkley said, y'all can watch that dumb shit. If it goes in, you win. If it doesn't, you lose. Wow, <laughs> that shit was real. Like, that's, that's and like Westbrook is threes. Westbrook is averaging. I mean, he's 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 four points off his average. Like he's about eighteen points a game or eighteen five, and he's usually around twenty three. His shooting is down. Um, he's never he, been the best scorer. Never been the best shooter. He's been one of the best scorers. But that's what I meant. Yeah, the yeah. best shoot. He's never never been the best shooter. So. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, and the brightest spot on the team is Bill. Like, Bill is the brightest spot on the team. But it has to be frustrating being 9 and 17, coming out just over, like, coming out 500 over 10 games. And then, you know, <laughs> it's it's just not it, it's not a good team. Like, it's I, I have on a Wizards hat right now. I'm about to switch my hat when we go to break because, <laughs> like, it's just not a good team. <laughs> like it's, it's Don't not, put on a Lakers, Lakers hat. What? I got a bullet hat back. That's the same team. I got a bullet hat back there. Oh, Jesus. At least that's the team that won the championship, though. It is a team that won the championship. Um, so, you think Brooks is gone? Who thinks Brooks is gone for real? Like, after. Y'all raising your hand like people can see. <laughs> people can't see y'all raising your hands. The entire podcast is Jay raising raise their hands. hands. Jay, <laughs> raise, raise, your, raise your tonar. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> damn. Yeah, we should do. We should get a sponsorship with Tona. <laughs> like, let's, let's hook that shit up. All right, e podcast, Mike. All right, so the Wizards. Uh, let, oh, so John thinks they win twenty games out of seventy-two. No, no, no. no he didn't say nope. that. You said less he than said twenty. They don't they? Don't yes. He said they don't. Nineteen win or less. Nineteen or less. So ten more games for the rest of the season. Yep. See. Wow. See how ridiculous that is. See how ridiculous that is. Mm-hmm. You see how ridiculous that sounds? It sounds, but it sounds <coughs> plausible. But you don't sound like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Have you seen how ridiculous they look when they take the floor? Do you see how Washington that sounds? Do you see how Washington that sounds? <laughs> now now you can say you how Houston that sounds. They losing. Like, if they losing, I, okay, I'm not going to say 19. I said 32. In 32 games, you still don't make the playoffs. You're still, you're still, in, the, um, you're still in the tank. Uh, tank contention, like I don't know, Trey. What you think? How many games you think they win? Thirty. Thirty. Jay. I don't remember. I feel like I had them over five hundred, like barely over five hundred. I remember you do that. that. Was that before or after the alcoholic beverage? <laughs> <laughs> Jay was right. <laughs> Jay he did that day. day. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> that day. Um, now I'm a. I'm going to max out at thirty five. No, nah, you know what? I'm gonna go with 33. Yeah, so we we hovering under 35. Yeah. Um, does that? I mean, we know that gets them in the that's top. That's too close to 500 for me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that's what they're gonna hang their head on. We was almost 500. Think about all we went through, man. We had like we got we had Ish gone for a month and a half. Did you say Ish? Man. Yeah, that's his yeah, name. Ish Smith. Ish Smith. No, I know who you're talking about, but why does that count as anything relevant? I mean, it doesn't, but the they question, need all the, they need all the, you say they need all the production. Because <laughs> he, he produces. He produces, dog, for real. I mean, he's been battling with, um, damn, I can't, I can't remember. The hemorrhoids? Oh, <laughs> he produces. Okay. All right. Oh, I mean, like, for the, for the back. He got artists that he, you talking about he got artists that he makes songs for? That, too. 
Hulu doesn't just headline sports. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's just, it's a sad, it's a sad day in Washington basketball. Um, let's move on to Washington football. And <laughs> yeah, I, okay. Let me just ask the question and then let's see how this goes. Uh, what will the Washington football team do with their current QB carousel? John. Oh boy. Um, Nothing. Well, according to what Ron Rivera said uh, and what's happened in the last month, they signed uh, Taylor Heineke. I think it was a one-year deal. Um, and and I, I don't think I don't think Alex Smith will be a Washington football team player. I think it was at the beginning year. of the season. Or was it a two-year? I think it was more than one. I think it was okay. two. But. Um, I think what they do is they're going to get rid of Kyle Allen and Alex Smith. They're going to trade for a quarterback. I'm not sure if it's going to be Russell Wilson. I'm not sure if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. It's going to be Malcolm They're going to trade Jamal for a quarterback. <laughs> but wait, if you say Russell Wilson, they would have to give up a lot to get Russell. Of course. Like everything. And they and they probably will. Mm. But I'm just saying they will trade, they will make a trade for a quarterback and they're gonna draft a quarterback. Uh, because they're gonna keep three on the roster. And that draft, whoever they're gonna draft is gonna be the third string. So Heineke signed a two years four point seven million dollar deal. Um I know that Russell not Russell, Alex, he's due up like what? Thirty million dollars or something like that this year. Something like he that. It's cut. like twenty-seven or thirty, but yeah, they're gonna cut him. Yeah, I mean, you cut him or you re- you you restructure him to give him like the league minimum, right? Like or the, the quarterback veteran minimum to keep him on the roster to let him retire or whatever, right? If you do that, but nine times out of ten, they probably gonna cut him and just get rid of that that yep. that cost, right? Yep, they they they're gonna they're gonna cut him. I th- I think they're gonna make a they're gonna try and make a move at um, getting. Uh, trading for a quarterback. Uh, they're going to give up a ton to get Russell Wilson. Uh, I still think they're going to keep exploring Deshaun Watson and, um, and maybe even Sam Darnold and maybe even Jameis Winston. But uh, that's, that's, my, that's, that's how I see it as. That seems I, like the only logical way of moving forward. With I thought team. the story out of New Orleans was that Jameis yeah. was going to stay in New, in New Orleans. Jameis Winston is going to be starting in New Orleans. He, yeah. yeah, he very well he could start in Washington too, but he very very well could start in New Orleans. But I'm just saying they're they're probably going to make a move. I'm just saying if they if they want to start looking at who's available in free agency and who they could trade for, that's what they're going to explore. They're going to look at all of the big names and all of the mediocre names. It's such a drag, uh, Trey. Your thoughts because I saw you. With your I, hands. I think that. Yeah, I think they're going to cut Alex Smith. And then there's the first thing. I agree with John on that. I don't believe they're going to cut Kyle Allen. That coaching staff loves Kyle Allen. I think that Kyle Allen will be part of the QB competition. Um, I think there will be a competition between Kyle Allen and Heineke for the starting job, um, you know, during training camp and preseason or what have you. Um, I partially agree with John. I think that they will make a move for a quarterback if they can. Um, so I I don't think that 
I don't think that Rivera is like the type of guy to be pressed like a Dan Snyder situation where you just go all out to get this guy, you know, or whatever guy. But I think that if something falls or something comes his way that he can get with what he thinks is reasonable, he'll make a move. Um, uh, I I really hope that we don't trade um, for uh, Russell Wilson because that would mean we drafted two quarterbacks in that draft before Russell Wilson. <laughs> RG3 and Kirk yeah. Cousins. Both of them. Paid the money. Both of them gone. You know, we know the stories behind that. We won't rehash them. And then we're going to try to get a guy that we picked. We picked two quarterbacks in that same draft before him. Listen, I think you need to re- I think you need to uh, I think you need to re-say that. We drafted one. Dan Snyder drafted the other. <laughs> 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 wow, yeah. So Dan Snyder drafted RG3 Ooh, and Mike Shanahan right. drafted Kirk Cousins. Here's a hot take for right. you. And Mike Shanahan wanted to trade back and draft Ryan Tannehill. So that draft was loaded with quarterbacks. Yeah. Because you had Andrew Luck. You had RG3. You had uh, Ryan Tannehill. You had Russell Wilson. You had Kirk Cousins. Many of which are still starters in the league right now. Ryan Tannehill looks good uh, in um, Tennessee. Yeah. And that would have been our guy if, you know, the owner hadn't stepped in and done his thing. Yep. Thank you for giving me that opportunity to talk about my least favorite owner in all of professionals. <laughs> oh, you know, it's, it's, you do have at least once a month, so that's cool. Um, here's a hot take for you, though. So out of the available free agent quarterbacks that are available in 2021, Robert Griffin is one of them. <laughs> yep. He can come back. Yeah. He can come back. He can come back. He is but definitely he available. Played. He already played for us last season. When we he did. played the Baltimore Ravens. He threw the ball right to us. He did. Right. So out of the out of the top, <laughs> <laughs> the top available um, free agent quarterbacks, you have. I mean, obviously you have Dak Prescott, who's probably going to resign. Um, Franchise tag him. They're going to yeah, tag him. I would tag him too, and just see what he does. Uh, Cam Newton. Mm. They, J- uh, Jacoby. Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. Mm. Jameis Winston. Mm. So this is this is the 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 thirty two and under. <laughs> like we're talking about twenty four to thirty thirty one. And then you got Ryan uh Fitzpatrick, who's thirty seven. But who played well last year. He did he did play well. Um uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh God. <laughs> Tyrod Taylor, who I like Tyrod. I think he hasn't gotten a fair shake like in the last couple of years. When well, he, he was in with, Buffalo, with the Bills, right? he was he yeah, was playing. He was balling. Yeah. He was balling for the Bills. There's so uh, much better without him, though. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. I named two more. Andy Dalton and Colt McCoy. Andy Dalton. Colt Andy McCoy. Dalton. You saw what he did last year. Yes. <laughs> we saw what he did the last 13 years. Wow. Yep. That's Jay's boy. No, I know. Sir. No, what sir. you mean, no, sir? When AJ was there doing his thing, and come on, man, they were all right for like a year. Andy Dalton did me all right <laughs> in fantasy football. <laughs> he was all right for four minutes. It was all right for like a year, bro. Four he did me minutes. quite well in fantasy football. That's so. what I'm saying. I used to, I used to yeah. pick Andy Dalton in fantasy because he used to put yeah. up numbers, bro. Yes, he did. For a year. 
and then AJ got hurt, and that was the end of that. So out of the quarterbacks that I named, like realistically, and who would they who would they trade for, or who would they pick up in the free agency out of those quarterbacks? Only one I would I would say I would put my money on would be Tyrod. That would probably come in, or Jameis if Jameis is available, but I don't think he's going to be available. You know, yeah, we do have a lot of crab legs in the, in this area. Oh God, uh, Jameis go. Winston. We could attract him for less oh, just no. if we just gave him crabs. You know what? Wow. I thought it was a. Game I thought that was a lobster. It's crabs. I thought it was lobster. It was. It was crab crabs. legs. Oh God. Man, he what? can come here, man. <laughs> talking about the seafood we got here, bro. Oh man, the bro, you ain't got to steal no crabs here. I'm just leery oh, about oh, his gosh. interception ratio, man. That's the thing. Well, he, he, spent the, he spent the year. But... He spent the year under that offense. Um, he would be under a, a, a run-heavy offense here, right? So he probably wouldn't have the opportunity to throw as many interceptions. And I mean, he threw a lot of touchdowns <laughs> that year too. I so. know, I know. And all you can eat crabs. I don't think he. You get all you can I don't eat think Jameis Winston takes you to the Super Bowl. Much less gets you farther into the playoffs. I don't I think any don't of these quarterbacks take you to. Well, except with the exception of like what Dak has shown himself to be able to put up numbers. Uh, who, I think who you else? need to kick the tires with Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold was in a very horrible play. Hey, look, they might even. No, no, never mind. I was thinking about Gardner Minshew. <laughs> you should kick the tires with Sam Darnold. No, Sam Darnold is the best choice out of all of those. I like that's what Sam. I think. I think that Sam Sam is uh, in a very bad place. Yeah, the Jets is a bad situation, but I mean, I watched him play, man. He's he's all right, man. I mean, he can he, play. I guess he could be all right if you put him in the right system. He was in a horrible franchise, a horrible system. It was very schizophrenic, very mismanaged. You put him in the right. Yeah, so he scenario, would feel right at home if he came on. here. Wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Isn't it what they say about here, every though. quarterback though? Every quarterback in the right system is going to thrive. Like you have to be able to thrive, except for Hassan. Yeah, but look at Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert was in that? a very bad situation. Man he balled out. He's got a job now. Justin Herbert balled out, but he was in a bad situation. Oh, L.A. Yeah, with the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Okay, so we don't. You think Sam is the best option out of the quarterbacks yep. that are out of available. what we talked about there? Yeah, <laughs> yep. and, and if yep. they don't if they don't draft the quarterback and they you said you said pick Sam and then draft the quarterback, preferably second or third round, not first round for sure. Um, right, right. But why everybody else agree with that? <laughs> Just don't let Snyder pick the quarterback. Well, uh, because you got to give up too much for Russ. You got to give up a lot for Russ. You got to give up four picks and two players. We're not doing that. Or you got to give up. I don't know if you got to give up four picks. You probably got to give up. Two. Yes, you do. No, you no, you got to give up four first round. We don't need to be doing stuff like that. You're trying to build a team. <laughs> Look. How about Russell? 30? Yeah, but listen. Dude, that's what we gave up for RG3. There are people who are trying to give I think up three time, first man. rounders for Deshaun Watson. And Russell Wilson has been to the Super Bowl twice. You got to give up four He's older, first though. rounders for Russell Wilson. No matter, he's still balling. It don't, don't matter. He's still the fact that numbers. he's even on the trade block is is amazing to me. Like I'm like he's on the trade block because he wants to be. He's like Deshaun Watson. He wants to get out of there. Yeah, he wants to get out of Seattle. Wow, that's crazy. 
I, I was going to say something, but I'm not. I, we we got to go to break. I was going to say something, <laughs> but tell us we on gonna, the break. Yeah, I'll tell you on the break. It's, it's too. It, it just it just fits my my theory about Russell. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We'll come back. This is sports and things. What's up, y'all? This is Jay Hill from the Sports and Things podcast. You know, and in case you missed it, we recently partnered with Fubo TV. What is Fubo TV? Fubo TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more, without the hassle of a cable contract. Don't believe me? Click the link in our bio. Start your seven-day free trial today. And welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. Uh, we're going to continue on our NFL storylines for today. Um, the big news in uh, NFL news is the Colts have picked up uh, Wentz from Philadelphia. So the question <laughs> is, <laughs> are they now – does he make them a better team? Because they were kind of like a playoff team anyway with um, – you know, Phillip Rivers took them to the playoffs and they were, they were doing it, but he retired. So do they go back to the playoffs with Wentz? Uh, Jay Hill. Um, I think so, because it's not going to be on him. But at the same time, he could fuck it up beyond repair. <laughs> well, <I'm> like <laughs> he did last year. <laughs> I, right. I just don't think he will. So I, I think there's still going to be a playoff squad now. I mean, obviously, depending on how well they gel, we'll see how far they can possibly go. Like, ain't no – ain't no. I don't – I'm not – Saying there's any Super Bowl aspirations, although every GM will tell you we we Super Bowl or bust here. Yeah, okay, all right. You, you mean you rebuild or bust? Oh boy. Yeah, so, most of the teams yeah. when they trade like this and they make trades like they like we rebuilding. Um, to but to we had everything else. This is all we need, and this is the piece that we needed. This is going to get us there. This is going to win it all for us. Anytime you put that much pressure on okay. a quarterback to do something <laughs> like that, who had a bum season like they did last year. You are setting yourself up for a failure beyond measure. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> why would you do that? That's so silly. Um, uh, John, go ahead. Uh, I don't know, man. I'm just not a Carson Wentz fan. For good reason. I don't know what uh, the Colts' offensive line is like. I think their offensive line is slightly better. But right. if Nick Foles can survive and and win a Super Bowl with that offensive line, then why couldn't Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz, I think he just tries to do too much, and he ends up hurting himself, literally, and the team. So I don't think he makes it through the whole season. Wow. But at least he doesn't do 16 games. Um, so as far as getting him to the playoffs, I don't think he. I don't think he necessarily makes them a better team. I think he just makes them what they are, already are. So, playoff team, maybe a wild card, but I don't think they'll win. I think he needs more weapons and a much better offensive line because as soon as he runs out of that pocket, nobody has to touch him. He has a broken leg. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Run out the pocket, broken leg. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Yeah, here's the question, and I'll throw this to Trey, and then you all can kind of um, 
chime in as you see fit. The NFL sets a really high expectation on quarterbacks being able. Did Trey freeze? Oh, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> they set a really high expectation on quarterbacks to be the game changers or the game, the difference between a win and a loss or a playoff run or a Super Bowl contention. Is that fair to quarterbacks who had struggling years the year before or who aren't showing themselves to be franchise quarterbacks? Like, is it is it is it a fair um, take on them to put that much pressure on them to deliver? We're still talking about guys that are like between 24 and 30 and who are still developing in their craft or developing and learning the system, learning the systems that they put in, learning the speed of the game, you know, we, we we assume that all these quarterbacks are coming out of college game ready, and a lot of them aren't. Like, they're just coming out early, or they're coming out saying they're ready, but NFL is way faster than college. Like, we all know this, and the way the college is going, it it's not giving them a fair shake. No preseason, all that stuff kind of doesn't make it so that they can learn. They have to learn on the field. So the question is, is it too high of an expectation for these quarterbacks? Trey. Um, is this – Pertaining to Carson Wentz, or are you just talking about general young? In general, but like this is circled around Carson because Carson so, hasn't so been Carson's, but Carson's had his opportunity. Carson had a near MVP season. Carson started getting injured, and his ever since his injury problem started, then his performance went with it. Um, and so, what I was going to say is, I'm with John. I don't think Carson makes it past Week Twelve. Um, he doesn't. He hasn't been playing full seasons for a while. I mean, he's been injured a lot, and then when he's been playing, he hasn't looked good. Um, a lot of times, injuries can mess with people's heads and just their consistency, their rhythm, maybe just their comfort, and can mess with their game. Um, but you know, somebody who's been beat and and the Eagles' offensive line wasn't very good at protecting him the years that he was playing there. I know that Ryan Kerrigan and them used to drag him up and down the field like a rag doll. Yep. So, uh, but between getting beat up, injuries, I don't think Carson's a good piece to pick up the trade a bunch of stuff for. I just don't think he's durable or going to be reliable. But here's another piece to it, and then I'll I'll open the floor. So, with quarterbacks like Carson Wentz, who, who tend to move out of the safety pocket of the quarterbacks to throw. Like, is it fair to say to about those quarterbacks that they are kind of past their prime, in that sense, in two or three years because they're using their legs to kind of make plays, but at the same time, they're also more injury-prone because of that? See, I think that What's happened over the last 20 years is they have put so much emphasis on the quarterback stemming off of the concussion protocol and wanting to protect quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are a prized possession. So as a result of that, they're looking at these young kids who are foregoing their junior, senior, maybe even their sophomore year to come into the league and they're saying to them, look, what you did in college is fantastic. We think you can do it in the pros and you're going to be protected because of concussion protocol. They can't hit you 
the way that they used to hit you in the 80s and 90s. You know, they, they'll get flagged for it or they just have to change the way that they play defense. So you'll have an opportunity to use your legs. So now they're trying to use, they want, they want somebody who can be that, that two-headed monster, mm -hmm. a, a dual threat, if you will. But Ron Rivera, I'm, I'm only using Ron Rivera. It's not a biased thing, but I'm using Ron Rivera because he's the only one I've heard say this, is that the quarterback situation in Washington is there it's going to be examined and analyzed and they're going to try to choose the right quarterback for the system, but not before they beef up the offensive line, which is right. what I think has been missing in the NFL is that a lot of coaches are forgetting that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were the goats. Joe Montana were the goats because of their fucking offensive line. And like, look at the offensive line and the, Peyton Manning had in Indianapolis. Like, no, no one could get through Jeff Saturday. It just goes back, man. Look at and the it, line that Aikman had when they was running. Shoot, yeah. look, at, look, at, look at the line that Mahomes had in the Super Bowl. He was running, all, he was yeah. running for his life the right. whole game <laughs> right. and putting up miraculous throws, but he was getting hit a lot. Like, he, I think and it was like 26 hurries. Young kids, you're expecting young kids who are 20 years old to come out and use their legs and get hit like Patrick Mahomes did. And then when they get hit like Dwayne Haskins or they make horrible decisions because they're scared of an inside linebacker just throttling them, then you start to see their you start to see them get devalued. So yeah, to answer your question, yeah, it's a lot of unnecessary pressure we're putting on quarterbacks and the pressure needs to be put on offensive line. You know, I would argue too that Michael Vick, as great as he was was the beginning of the end of the quarterback. Well, it was the beginning of a quarterback, the dual threat quarterback. Randall Cunningham, give him his props for sure. But the, you know, when you think about Michael Vick, Michael Vick was like, it, it, even if you use him in like video game standards, he was like a 99 rating on Madden because he could yep. he could throw the ball right. 70 yards down yep. the field and he could, he could run the ball for 130 yards a game. With the flick of a wrist. And then you expect... Mm -hmm. Every and he was he wasn't the biggest guy either. He wasn't the biggest guy on the field, but you expect everybody to come out being a phenom like that. The league kind of changed to a pass-oriented league, but your quarterback also has to be able to run thirty yards at at the breakdown of the of the play. Like the play breaks down, you have to be able to see the breakdown of the play and give you thirty yards plus on that. So I think it's unfair. Uh, because you're not asking people to drop back seven and analyze what's happening no more. you asking them to drop back three, and then if you see something go down, your first option is gone, you want to take off. And also, you have to know how to slide because if you get hit, the protocol is there for sure. But concussion protocol says that if you get hit and you look like you get, you're out, you're out the game. <laughs> you're out. <Yeah. laughs> like for yeah. two, three games, you're out. You know what I'm saying? So, And it's like now, like I, I, I see them, like even when um, Mahomes got hit in the championship game, and he was out. It was like they were trying to rush him back. You know, like he right. didn't really get hit in the head. Right. Like they're making all these root like he didn't really get hit. So we can we can take him off the protocol and he can go to practice now because you need him. Like without him, you don't even have a shot in the Super Bowl. Like you won that championship game because right. y'all already up, but you didn't you don't have a shot in hell if he's not playing, if he's not on the field. So it's it's weird that you we put all this pressure on these quarterbacks. Sacrificing them, man. Yeah. It's it's yeah. RG3 was the sacrificial lamb 
that never had a fair shot. Like he never, like he he came in, he was a phenom. He came in, he was doing all this miraculous stuff, and then he got injured because he got hit. And it's like, and then yeah. they just kind of discarded him. It's like, you did that to yourself. Like, no, y'all should have took him out the first time he got injured. Like when he got injured right. the first time. Like, you know he don't know how to slide. Take him out for the rest of the year. Teach that nigga how to slide. <laughs> it's like <laughs> simple. Anybody else got thoughts on that? I just, I just, it just grinds my gears a little bit. Grinds my gears. I mean, I just think, I just think it's not so much that everything changed and uh, we went to that type of quarterback. I think they didn't want the Randall Cunningham. They didn't want the Michael Vicks. So they more so forced. Um, I don't want to say they, that's not really the right word. They didn't force, but they know linemen aren't as not adaptable, but, but aren't as, I guess they aren't able to keep up with these mobile quarterbacks. Like, like you want for every team, like every team is not built for that. So every team, like Mahomes does his own thing. The linemen do what they can, of course, but at the end of the day, it's like, Hey, I'm just out here. I, I'm going to give you three seconds, but I can't run with you, dog. You, you running all over the place. So I mm-hmm. think it just turns into where is the pocket pastor? Like, where is the, um, for lack of a better example, where's the Johnny Unitas? You know, what happened to the old days of football? Yeah. When you just yeah, used really. to stand and throw. <clears throat> well, I mean, shit, like you said, people get faster, bodies get, I mean, but even still, it's just like humans have evolved. LeBron James yeah. is one of those. So what's it's the, like, uh, nah. What's the um the linebacker that retired that they would say I forgot he played who he played for the Titans and they would they, they just did a report on him. They was like he you would come out your huddle, offensive huddle, he would see your formation and call your play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That dude. I forgot yeah. his name. I can't remember who they was like he would they it would come out every team said it. Is that he come out formation. Yeah, Kigley. He come out formation, he was like, This is what they're doing. And he already knew what the play was. Yeah. Cause he did that much film study, like you don't have a shot against a dude like that, right? Yeah, As a quarterback, you don't have a shot against a dude like that. Like you got to dump off or you got to run, right? Like you got to run for your life. But it's not fair to have the game kind of change to where you either dump off or you run right. it. Cuz you know, it's, it's just weird. It's a weird thing. Trey, you got anything you want to say? Before I say what I was going to say, I just wanted to point out, you notice how, how Jay Hill when he um quoted the offensive lineman, his voice kind of went, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I, I can't, uh, uh, I can't block for you. Like, why, why, why the offensive lineman got to talk like that? That's how they talk. They, all they do is uh, eat steak and, and lift weights. They have the meats. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I can't, I, I, yeah, yeah, dog, I, yeah, I can't block for you. Exactly. It's just Ving oh. Rames. <laughs> every, every lineman is Ving Rames. I'm about to get no. diabolical on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> See what you don't understand. Yeah. Great I think that most coaches want what they really want is a pocket passer with the threat to be able to run. Um, right. Because, yeah. you know, if you're an offensive coordinator, you're scheming, you want to open up your offense. You want a guy who can stand in the pocket and follow your scheme. But at the same time, you want the defense to have to worry about him. Right. Not just look at him as a statue that delivers the ball, but to have to worry about where he is, which keeps the defense in that you know from from a uh, from an offensive perspective that keeps really the is. defense in place 
Like they can't just be wherever they want to be. They got to worry where he is. So they got to be somewhere looking at him. Um, would, you, so, would you say that Aaron Rodgers is one of those quarterbacks though? Yeah. I would say Aaron Rodgers is a great example mm-hmm. of what people would want. You know, a guy who's a pocket passer, but if he take off out of that pocket and run, he can hurt the defense for 20 or 30 yards real quick. So they can't just like, if the guy can gain what he would have gained in a pass on the ground, even if that's not his primary thing, like Lamar Jackson, the Look running at back. Jones. Look at Daniel um, Jones. Wow. You know, Daniel Jones <laughs> did it too. Wow. Uh, but, He's you know. Lamar Jackson, the running back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, also known as RG4. Uh, so, oh, the, the thing about it is He's that, cover, you know, man, <laughs> the coaches want, um, the, the, the offensive coordinators and coaches want, a quarterback that just poses that threat to the defense just to keep them honest. I don't think they really care or so much. This isn't college football. They don't want their quarterback really running up and down the field. They want Russell or Wilson's another example. Just somebody who has that threat. Like if you leave him space, he's going to burn you out there. He's going to take the football, tuck it under his arm and burn you. But he doesn't have to do that. He can play the whole game without doing it and be successful. No, you I think that's that? what every coach wants. Drew Brees used to do that. Drew Brees? As little as he was. Yeah. Ross Stewart used to do that. He was a he was one of the two like he could throw who? like Ross. That's uh, not Ross Stewart. I was like who the I was like not Ross Stewart. Is it my makeup, Maggie? <laughs> my man Stewart. What's what's Stewart's first name? Cordell Stewart. Cordell Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Slash Cordell with a K. Right. He was the originator of that that uh, what was it that that run pass option. Uh, I still right. playing in the Super Bowl and doing the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> hit that nigga his leg his leg pour out gravy you hit him <laughs> alright next subject uh, well I'll just ask the question as I see it put in our notes what is going on in the Houston Texans office <laughs> oh so, god what is going on in Houston sports period got the baseball team is cheating gets caught yep. cheating and it gets mm-hmm. ba- the basketball team everybody's leaving house the football it's like what the heck Houston, is going we on have a problem. in the city of Houston? Houston, we have several problems. I'll give them titties four thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> I give that city. Wow. <laughs> I mean, there was a there was a report out that that was this is all centered around Deshaun Watson, and that um, you know at the beginning of the season, after DeAndre Hopkins was traded, uh, Deshaun Watson's anger level was like at a two. And right now it's at a 10. Um, and it, it, it all spans around the, uh, I think it's the, the general manager, uh, Cal McNair, I think is his name. Or maybe he's like the CEO or something like that. Mm. But according to uh, what I read on ESPN is that a lot of what Deshaun Watson wanted was ignored. One of the things that Deshaun Watson wanted was a new GM and he wanted the president of football operations at Pittsburgh, Omar Khan, who was also being talked to about coming to DC. Um, and that was ignored. They even talked about Lewis Riddick. That was ignored. So I think that this is all stemming from the good old boys losing network. David Johnson, the running back, losing De- DeAndre Hopkins, and now JJ Watt's gone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, are they completely cleaning house? Um, well, the players are asking to leave. Like, 
JJ asked to leave. JJ asked to leave. Yeah, D Hop right. asked but to leave, Deon- and now Deshaun is like, I want to be out. Yeah, I mean, it's it's toxic there. I mean, this this is I hate to have to bring this up, Trey, but this is so much different than what the Washington football team was dealing with. You never really saw. There was only one player that wanted to leave the team, and that was Trent Williams. Mm-hmm. And it had nothing yeah. to do with the front no, office. No, this it is worse. To do with the this is office. worse. This is this is officially worse than what we got had going on here. Thank um, God. And then to have it across multiple sports too, the problems yeah. that they've had. I mean, yeah. like, what's well, going we on were, in that we city? We were the same way, too. Mm. Yeah. We were the same way, too. We had horrible management in the Wizards. We yeah. had a sucky baseball team. Yeah, and the football yep. team sucks. Yep. Trifecta. I think, it, yeah. I think it says something to your franchise when your quarterback, your franchise quarterback, like, who you just you just paid a crap ton of money to, you get rid of his number one option. And you don't even bring him in for a meeting right. about it. Like you don't right. ask his opinion about it. It's a sign of disrespect. Yeah, and then he goes, he goes, and he just he just does what he does in Arizona. He's just doing the same thing, but he's like a sigh of relief because now he's out and he can play. He can just play the game. But you expect your your franchise quarterback to still put up the numbers without his number one option. Like it's it doesn't make any sense. Like you don't even bring him in. Like I can't see the Lakers making a. I can't see the Lakers trading Anthony Davis without talking to LeBron. So here's the thing, right? It's not it's not even just a conversation. Remember, these players' contracts, especially the star players and the ones that stand a lot make a lot of money, their contracts are incentivized based on performance and based on the performance football, of the team. Football is all incentivized. So, but look, how many yards he throws for, how many touchdowns he gets, whether they make the playoffs, how deep they go in the playoffs. Yada yada yada. Their record, boom boom boom. All these different things will affect that total. his contract. Yeah, and then you go doing these things to the team. So mm-hmm. it's like, hey, I signed a deal to do this for you, and you would pay me this, and then you're taking the pieces that I used to do that away from me. But you still so have to do. I have a problem <laughs> with that. You still have business. to do it though. You still have to. Because you're the franchise quarterback. You still have right. to do it. And, but exactly, it's a business, right? Yes. It's a business. So we made a deal that uh-uh. I would. The, no, that's what the contract the, it's, is. It's the Friday wait, quote, man. Wait, 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 uh, wait. Go wait, to the but, store. Give me. What's this? This ain't enough. Make it enough. No, no, no. no. Realistically, I signed the contract. I, I agree with Trey to you do s- this, and then you start messing up the tools that I use to do this. I'm gonna come. I'm gonna have an issue with that. True. I signed I the contract I, to do something here, and you start messing with my tools. I thought I agree with Trey. I have a different <laughs> <with Trey. laughs> I understand what Trey's saying, and I do agree with that. But I also think that <laughs> I also think that when you sign that contract, them numbers are based on whoever's on that roster. That, it's that's true. What, that's what that's what that's what front office is saying. We don't care who is on the depth chart. You sign the contract for your numbers. Yes, but if I sign that contract, I am going to, it's business, right? So when I'm in business, I'm going to try to put myself in the best position to be successful in the deal. If we made a deal and I signed to do certain things for you, and then I see you doing things, you are making moves that are detrimental to my ability to fulfill what you asked me to do. There's conversations that's going to happen right now. But where in his contract does does it say that he has a say and who is on the roster. It doesn't ha- but it doesn't right. have to say that in the contract. This is 
This is part of just general business. If you're trying to mess up my end of the deal, I'm going to call you in and be like, bro, I signed a contract to do this and this and this for you. And that means you want me to do it, right? And you're doing everything to prevent me from doing it. So I don't disagree. Like, I, listen, I, it makes I mean, sense to me. Either, either we get on the same page and, and, and you kind of help me do the things that are in my contract. Or I want to go somewhere else because this is not a good deal. Listen, this is a bad deal. This deal if, didn't work the way that we originally uh, talked about. If I was a GM or the owner of Houston, Texas, D Hop would still be in Houston. I don't care what mm-hmm. you say. <laughs> he mm-hmm. would still be. He'd yeah. be there I mean, disgruntled, and uh, Deshaun would still be putting up numbers. I'd be like work that work that shit out in the locker room. I ain't got to do with that. We give you like a bonus to, in, to to motivate you to do better, but you ain't going nowhere. I understand what that is. I understand we'll fix. What we'll you work are. it out. We'll work yeah. it out. Everybody just calm down. <laughs> money, money, like money fixes all of that. At the end of the day, and like, so does winning success in any in any job, right? Um, you know, we're all musicians, right? You got have start having some differences, right? But you get paid well, and then when you hit the stage, everything's slamming. You're gonna feel better about the situation. But if everything sucks and you're not getting paid right. You don't want to leave. Uh, I don't take those gigs. <laughs> I know those gigs. Those are gigs when my shoulders start hurt when I'm playing. I'm like, I ain't supposed to be on this stage. <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's move on uh, to basketball. So, the big news in uh, basketball today for us, Washingtonians, Bradley Bill made the starting line up in the All Star hey. game. And All right. he, yeah. he had yeah. an array of emotions about it. <laughs> He Deservingly so, he was shocked and he said he cried and all that stuff. And he he finally got, and it's it's because the people voted. Like the people voted, you know. I think did the players vote too? Or it was just people. Uh, right That's a know. fan it's, voting. It's Considering players have computers they, and could they, technically no, be fans. Like they break it. I mean, down. they they're the not voting as players. They're voting as fans. I voted for him twice. Look at the I know I did. I voted for him twice. Uh, uh, they had days. Two different emails. <laughs> <laughs> Just like yeah, so they, were, um, they were already doing that. But not even when you were voting, they said you could vote like every couple, like you could vote like every twelve yeah. hours or something like that. So it was fine. Yeah. Um. So we know Bill made it, and we know Dame got snubbed. Who else should have made it, and who else who else shouldn't have made it out of the players they picked? The, the, I can read off the list of people, the starters, because they didn't do the um, they didn't do the reserves yet. So I can read the uh, starters, and you can tell me who. Well, just tell me who you think I snubbed first. Dame snub, right? Yep. Yeah, definitely. Over Luca or over Steph? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, well, see, that's why you need to read the list because snub means uh, to me, snub means that. Well, I just did. They were Luka, overlooked. Luca, if you if Luka you're really Steph good, yeah, he wasn't really snub. If, if four was, people deserve to be the starting guards for the West. <laughs> there's going to be two people that are disappointed. So, I, I mean, yeah. it's only a snub to me if they pick somebody who didn't deserve it over somebody who did. Right. That's It's not a snub. They just don't have enough positions. Yeah, it's, it's just a lot of talent. It's not saying he won't be on the team. Bit. He just won't start. He, he, yeah. He'll probably still make the team. He just yeah, yeah. Start. yeah, there's only two slots for starting guards. And, you know, there's, I don't know, three or four guys that Luka. deserved it. So, you pick Dame over Luka? I would have. I, I, I picked I, I picked Luca twice as well. 
Not no 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 disrespect to Dame. Snubber. I think Dame. <laughs> I think Dame is dope. <laughs> but Luca, I think Luca just does more for his team. But yeah. go ahead, go ahead and read the list so we can you know then say okay the starters yeah, uh, yeah. Luca, Steph, LeBron, Nicola, and Kawhi. I wouldn't have put Kawhi. I don't even know how Kawhi got on there personally for me. Kawhi. Well, Kawhi. this year though, Kawhi has been <laughs> all that good. You said he, you said what? He's been all right. Okay. Uh, this year, I think Kawhi has. I think Kawhi three to one lead this year. I, I don't know what his numbers Damn. are, but I think he's underproduced. Three to one lead. He went to he went to Los Angeles and kind of like disappeared a little bit. That's Paul George's fault. Three to one. All right, East. I'll read your East list. Um, Kyrie, Bradley, Kevin Durant, Giannis, and Joel Embiid. Yeah. See. um, I mean, no. I think that's who I picked. Actually, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I didn't pick Kyrie. I picked Jalen Brown. I picked Jalen Brown too. over Kyrie. Yeah, I picked him over Kyrie. Yeah, I uh, mean, Kyrie's I, a popular name, and the Nets are looking at getting a lot of attention this year, but I don't know that Kyrie's done enough this year. He hasn't played enough. He hasn't played that's enough. He hasn't played enough. That's, that's right. the name. Yeah. That's, that's the name getting him where he, you know, a starter. Right. Yeah. If you look at okay, let's out of the players out of the Western backcourt, right? So you got Steph and you got Luca. Dame is third. Then you got Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker, hmm. John Morant, Chris Paul, uh, Shy Alexander, CJ McCollum, and DeMar mm, DeRozan. Right. Cause <laughs> you could say Donovan <laughs> Mitchell got <laughs> snubbed. I mean, if you wanted to use that whole snub argument, it's just not enough. There's only two starting guards, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like you, somebody's gonna. All right, well, there's no two combination right. you can pick without saying, "Oh, somebody got snuck." You know, well, yeah, you, no, no, right no, 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 no. Somebody's gonna get left out once you get what's, past number five. Is, it's like, yeah, yeah. That's no, I'm saying there's no combination of two that you can pick and not go. Ah, oh, well, we did leave such and such out. Every True. situation is gonna leave out some deserving person. Yeah, it's the top ten of the backcourt of the West. Like somebody's getting snuck. Period. It's just, that's just what it is. Um, top ten East backcourt. Bradley Bill was number one. Hey, yeah, dope. Uh, Kyrie hey, number one scorer in NBA. I James think Harden. Zach Levine. But, but when? But wasn't it deserved before? That's the thing about it too. Last year, bro, was, yeah. Was lead. Now was that a snub? <laughs> it wasn't number one. If it was number two. Last, last year was a snub. Last, last year, year, yeah, last it was, year a snub. was definitely a snub. Yeah. Even the players knew. And, and yeah. wait, but but we the need to we need to. We need to clarify something. Last year was a snub for the All Star team. Period. Not we're not. I mean, now we're talking True, about starters. Not the starting lineup. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah See, yeah, Bill, Bill team, didn't. The, the thing about being a snub there it wasn't even like you know, hey, I wasn't a starter or whatever. He should have at least been on the team. Yeah, he should have been on the team. No doubt. You know, that uh, that's so, a whole nother discussion. So number five for the East is Jalen Brown. Six is Trey Young. Seven is Russell Westbrook. Wow. Eight, Ben Simmons, uh, nine, Fred Van Vliet, and uh, ten, Colin Sexton. That's I think that everyone after was, Russell Westbrook was snubbed this year because they shouldn't have been <laughs> after him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> wow. I was like, nah, man, come on. 
I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> He's right, not front, that bad. Front court, front court, West fresh front court. LeBron's number one. Uh, Nicola's number two. Kawhi's number three. I don't agree with Kawhi. I, his I name know. is <laughs> wait, his, wait, his wait. name recognition. Listen, listen, listen. Kawhi's number three. Anthony Davis is number four. Paul George is number five. Zion. Now Wilson. that is a snub. On who? Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah, Anthony Davis. Anthony been, Davis should have been over Kawhi. Definitely. I mean, I would put I would put Brandon Ingram over Kawhi at this point. Everybody you about to name should have been over Kawhi except for Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Even Rudy Gobert. He was involved in the three to one thing. Rudy Gobert. Even Carmelo. Carmelo's number ten. Did he blow a three to one lead? All right. In the, um, All right. I'm, I'm going to the East. Playoffs? Chill. Chill. Did he? Chill. No. chill I don't chill, think chill. he did. Chill, 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 chill. I don't, I don't think he did. All right. East. Paul George. Has he ever blown a three to one lead in the playoffs? Chill. I, don't, I, don't think so. <laughs> I mean, Steph did. And Steph number two. Ooh. Hey. He did. He did. He, he, Dennis he, he won trade zero. <laughs> no, he did. Yes. Give me no, my no, cookie. No, no. <laughs> All right, let me get the front court so we can go down break. Uh, East Eastern Conference front court: Kevin Durant's number one, uh, Giannis is number two, mm-hmm. Joel's number three, Jason Tatum's number four, Jimmy Butler number five, Bam is six, Julius Randle who has been balling out of his mind this year, yep. number seven. Yep. Sabonis uh, so eight, uh, Jeremy Grant nine, and Gordon Haywood ten. Where's Thomas Bryant? <laughs> Rehabbing. And this is sports and things. People, we're going to take a break. <laughs> let me get my um. Let me get my. Where is Thomas <laughs> Bryant? That's the name of this episode. <laughs> no, nah, we got the name of the first episode. We would not put Thomas Bryant in any topic, <laughs> unless it's saying hot take. Thomas Bryant was traded to Whole Foods. Wow, traded for what? <laughs> Some food stamps? Said Whole Foods. Whole Foods, oh. EBT. Whole Foods don't take food stamps. They got to trade them to uh, like uh, Aldi or something. Whole Foods or Whole Foods? Whole Foods, like Whole Cake. Whole Foods. <laughs> Whole Foods got to eat too. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, after I think Julius Randle should have been higher, especially with the numbers he's been putting up. He's been putting up better numbers, like averages and numbers than like a lot of the top players in the when league. When you say year. higher, <laughs> like five. I think Thomas Bryant should have been lower. I don't even know what number he was, but he should have been lower. <laughs> you do. I legit looked at the list. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> I know. He's, I should, I should like, wait, where is he? No, no, no. Where, wherever he is, just move him down a couple. He's If he's, he's at the food. bottom, put a couple blank spaces before you put his name. Wow. Wow. That's the that's the um, signify his vertical. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take Blank. a break. Let's take a break. Uh, we'll be back. This is Sports and Things. Hey, family. I want to let y'all know how to find us online and get the latest updates. Here's the rundown. On both Instagram and Facebook, it's Sports and Things. That's spelled S-P-O-R-T-Z underscore a-n-d underscore t-h-i-n-g-z sports and things on twitter it's at is sports that's spelled i-z-s-p-o-r-t-z be sure to click the like button and the follow button too and now back to today's episode 
welcome back to Sports and Things, everybody. Uh, we're going to get into our last segment of the evening, and we're going to start on a bit of a somber note. Um, rest in peace to Prince Marky D of the Fat Boys. He passed away um, this week, I believe. Or to, was it today? It's probably, it really I think say. it was today. Okay. It was today. Um, he, was, he was one of the um, three members of the uh, Fat Boys, and I think there's only one remaining um, member alive now. Um, yep. So we send our condolences out to his family um, and his friends and all his loved ones and all that stuff. And we also lost uh, Vincent Jackson. Um, Vincent uh, played for Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, Did he play for Seattle too? I thought he, he played, played for, for the Chargers. Seahawks. I thought he played, he played for, for the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, he Chargers. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, he was in the league for what? 13. 13 years? Yeah. Yeah, he, he did uh, 2005 to 2011 with San Diego, and then 2012 to 2016 with Tampa Bay. Um, three-time Pro Bowler. Um, overall stats were 500 receptions, 9,080 receiving yards, and 57 touchdowns. So we give a condolence to his family as well. Um, they donated his brain for research of concussion protocol, so we hope that um, nothing shows up on that as well. But we, we do want to send our heartfelt condolences to his family and his friends. Uh, and with that, we're going to throw it to John with the Sports and Things news segment. Thank you, Mr. Turner. It's good to You're be welcome. back. This is the Sports and Things news, and we're going to start by talking about Senator Ted Cruz, who is in the news. Because he's, uh, he's on the beach. Yeah. Well, he was. Uh, right. So early this morning, it was reported that Senator Ted Cruz uh, was spotted in an airport on his way to Cancun with his family, while millions and millions of people are without power and water in the state of Texas after a snowstorm. And that's his state, right? What do you want to do? State. That's his state. People just, he can uh, do that from his phone. Nah, you can't be going to fucking Mexico <laughs> while millions of people ain't got water and, and heat. But um, you can. You, you can send out messages from your phone. But on that, but on, I mean, I, I know you haven't, you, haven't finished, you haven't finished your statement yet, John, but are you going to address the mayor that got fired or that not fired? The mayor that well, I, I was, I was okay. going to mention that too. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. So yeah, let's, Senator let's Ted Cruz, he's back in Texas after a quick getaway uh, to Cancun, which was, I guess, seemingly shortened by the outrage. Um, what does house look police like? police protection on his, way, on his way back. I'm not sure. Uh, he was escorted as he was deplaning uh, in Houston. There we go, Houston again. Wow. Uh, heading into customs. Um, and he, upon arrival, he said it was obviously a mistake. In hindsight, I wouldn't have done it, which is weird. And apparently, he also stated that uh, he promised that he would take his daughters to Mexico. And he had been planning on going down there and coming back there the same day. But if you look at the photos... You see, he has a very, very big carry-on. That's a lot, a lot of clothes to be taken. I mean, for, for just away. one Don't day. Don't judge him for that. Don't judge him for that. He didn't know. Ju- judge him for everything else. <laughs> judge, Don't him for sure. that. judge him for what he packed. Like when, when you see it, Whoa, something happening, catastrophic. Fudge bracket. Oh God. <laughs> Wow! <laughs> you see Thank something? you all, ladies and gentlemen. This has been sports and things. <laughs> when you see something right. happening in your state. You just, as the governor, you just don't leave, regardless That's of whether you planning right. something or not. Right. Tell your kids, 
hey, we got to put this off because I have to go to work. And now we to- got we got wildfires. Oh well. Let me go hit this ocean. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm gonna go to Disneyland, not Disney World. Let I'm me get out of bomb. here, go to Florida. <laughs> what? Um, but in uh, in addition to uh, uh, Senator Ted Kennedy, we're gonna stay in the state of Texas. The Texas mayor resigned <laughs> after seemingly telling residents to fend for themselves in a very wild Facebook post uh, so during the record-breaking winter storm. Um, he used of Colorado City. Oh, I'm sorry, he was the mayor of Colorado City in Texas. Tim Boyd um, had an insensitive message for the people who were desperate for heat, water, and power, saying, "Only the strong will will survive, and the weak will perish. No one owes you or your family anything, nor is it the local government's responsibility to support you during trying times like this. Sink or swim, it's your choice. The city and county." Hilarious. Along with the power providers or any other service owes you nothing. Don't I'm sick you. and tired of people looking for a damn handout. He, he resigned did, later that evening. He did it on Facebook. He was just ready to go. Yeah. He, <laughs> that's what that sounded to me. He was ready no, to go he, anyway. He wasn't ready to go. He, he said, I'm going to get this old, off before I get out of good here. Good old country. Pull your bootstraps up. Put your spurs on. And, and you guys can do this on your own. We don't need these outside people. You know, Texas is the only one that's not on the grid. Like electric wise, they they have That's, their own. Yep, they have their, their own ERCOT, grid. Why they're in this predicament? Well, Texas well, was ne- Texas Texas was part of Mexico for a long time. It wasn't until the rich white people bought it from Mexico and made it because they right. wanted to make the state their own their own entity. That's why they have their own capital building in Austin because they wanted their own government. They had their own currency. They wanted to be separate from the United States of America. So yeah, goes to show you. It just sounds like the purge down there. <laughs> it's like they just they just getting ready to like fend for yourself. Sounds like you got twenty four hours to find anything you can, and if you don't have no metal shuttles on your house, we coming in there. Pretty much, but people don't have houses. So, so moving on on a lighter note, NASA announced today that the Mars rover landed safely on the red planet, finishing its two hundred and ninety three million mile journey and it's just the beginning the perseverance rover touched down at about 12 56 p.m i watched that specific time on thursday it was was amazing i did too i did and it sent back the mission's first image uh you can see the image on tnz you can see it anywhere really but i'm looking on tnz right now um there's a lot of dirt there's a lot of rocks a lot of dust no aliens yet you don't see anything then they like got that, carjacked. I, I thought they got carjacked or something like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought they uh, said uh, say some aliens came from carjacked. Upon the landing, which was a very successful landing, NASA's mission control cheered, fist bump from California's Jet Propulsion Laboratory um, as it survived. Uh, it was a fun payoff after tons of hard work. Normally, there'd be bear hugs, but they had to be spaced out and messed up because they are in a pandemic. I'm not sure how long this... Uh, project is supposed to, or how, how long this mission is supposed to be, but the spacecraft is about the size of an SUV. Um, it brought a small helicopter with it for the first time. So we are about to see a chopper take flight on um, foreign grounds. So this is going to be pretty freaking amazing. Here's a question. You said how many miles did it travel? 
293 million miles. Could y'all, any, it, left anybody, July. it left in July. Just think about that. That's it left, left in, in July. July. Yeah. 290 <laughs> million plus miles, right? We all have kids. Could you imagine being in a car with your kids for 290 plus miles Shit. and them asking you, Are we there yet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like what happened? We got yeah, the he make it right now. <laughs> he make it, and right that's now. and that's two hundred ninety three million miles nonstop. Like there ain't no, no damn bathroom breaks, no bathroom breaks, nothing. Yeah. All right, and finally we open the criminals are stupid department. Oh yeah. And um, this is a story about a man in Beaver Creek, Ohio, who found the worst possible time to pass out. It was in the middle of a bank robbery. But that's what happens when you're a thief in Beaver Creek, Ohio. The teller called 911 and asked for medics. And you have to applaud the man's stick to because while the ambulance was en route, the suspect handed a note to the teller demanding all of the cash. <laughs> <laughs> so what? obviously, when uh, upon arrival, the police showed up and they arrested the thief uh, and the paramedics. Uh, also confiscated the note. Um, I'm not exactly sure when this happened. I don't see a date on here. But and that is the sports and things news. I'm John Lane. Oh, thanks, John. <laughs> Thank you, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we end on a happy note. Uh, we'll go to artist of the week. And <laughs> Trey, you go first. Who's your artist of the week this week? All right. My artist of the week is a Blue Note recording artist. It's a group. I guess they call this a super group because each individual is uh, uh, known on their own. The group is R plus R equals now. I knew um, it. That group features. Yeah, because I sent it to you. Though. Yeah. That's, um, the group features Robert Glasper, a well-known pianist. Um, Terrace Martin, a well-known producer. Uh, who's definitely well known for his work on "To Pimp a Butterfly" by Kendrick Lamar? Saxophonist, you are here plugging. You work for that, and, and he is a saxophonist as well. Saxophonist, <laughs> vocoders, saxophone, and trumpeter Christian Scott. Um, he wears orange tracksuits. Derek the Hodge, who Derek Hodge, who feet, who works uh, with uh, uh, Robert Glasper quite frequently on his Robert Glasper experiment, and uh, Taylor McFerrin. On uh, synthesizers and That's some the other programming too. there, yeah, it is the and uh, Justin Tyson on the drums. Sweet, He's also with Robert Glasper. Yeah. yeah, so there you go. So it's basically the Robert Glasper band featuring Terrence <laughs> Martin, <laughs> I'm about to say. and Christian Scott, <laughs> and Christian, and Christian Scott, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's not my artist of the week, and I, I'm I'm going out of turn, but I'll, and I'll pass it. But uh, Derek Harsh had two records that come off off those. Those demo records that they all did, they probably were like the best records that they put out. Like his records were probably like the best produced records that they did. Um, Jay Hill. Uh, so I'm going to keep it local ish. Um, I think he's a friend of ours. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nah, no, I think he's a friend of ours. <laughs> does it start with an M? You it said does think? not. Oh, no. It does not. No, nah, the brother Hope. Oh, Hope you know me. Uh, yeah, he had a project, Tuesday. Yeah, right. He had a project come out called <laughs> say, I think. Uh, In the Wild. And yeah, um, yeah. yeah, Hope's album. Um, that was uh, last year. That's yeah. Why I, yeah. So I yeah. think uh That's on Beyond. That's on Beyond. Yeah, yeah. 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 So 
Those are me too. I, I was, I was, I was riding with him. You know what I mean? So check out Hope. If y'all don't know, then we've time- probably done a gig together with Hope because I'm sure. Mm. The- you remember that? Remember that uh, recording session we did with Hope Dennis, the Virginia Beach. For Serena, <laughs> do I <laughs> hope hope for all his all his magnificent glory he was playing three no chords that day? <laughs> Dude, he was playing triangle. Was I on that? I was on that. Yeah, you was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. On that. <laughs> That's what the gig said to do, right? No, it did not. No, <laughs> it did not. We like hope. Not. We need to be Uh-oh. creative. Hope was like he's playing the uh bling, with, when I think bling, of you chords. Bing, 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 bing. It's like he was playing C E G, B flat D F G E C. I'm like, nigga, you got five fingers on one hand. We drove four hours for this. Wow. Yeah. It was Zach was there too. Zach wasn't Zach there. We put Zach in that booth and had to record a guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and she put that song out anyway. Oh, anyway. Uh, Yeah, I, yeah. No, nah, hope shout out to Hope though. Hope Hope's the homie. Hope every time I see I see Hope every Tuesday because we do a, we do recording sessions every Tuesday. Um and he always has his shirt on that says Udobi. So I tease him about him always wearing his name on his shirt <laughs> <laughs> every week. I'm like, you must have a lot of those shirts, bro. <laughs> or, like, it's the you got same a heck of a cleaning service because it is the all- same shirt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shout out to Hope. Uh go ahead, John. My artist of the week is Deborah Bond who released a single uh, last week called Radio. And she has a new album coming out March 5th called Compass. Uh, It's her first release in 10 years without the band Third Logic. And she's worked with um, a few producers on this. One of them is Brandon Lane from Richmond. Uh, Relation? She also worked with, uh, no, no relation. Cousin Brandon? Uh, but he's a dope bass player, dope bass player, and um, a, a fantastic right producer. Uh, Jay Soul also produced a track on there, or a couple of tracks. And um, Trey Dre, did a single. Dre did. And Trey, too. yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, she yeah, actually his name released, is on there. She actually released. I haven't on heard YouTube, the song. But. On YouTube, there's a, um, a um, I guess like a minute and a half clip of all the songs, like snippets of the whole oh. album. Okay. So, which is dope. So, check that out too. Look her up, Deborah Bond. Yeah, that's the, yeah. That's the homie. That's cool. That's dope. Um, she was on here with us uh, two weeks ago with the yeah. DC Loves Dilla panel. She was. Right. Um, yeah, and shout out to Trey Sorrell for producing that single. Um, they, they got a really good write up in um, uh, Soul Bounce, I think, on our record. Yep. So that's pretty mm-hmm. cool. Um, they got a write up about uh, Micah and Soul Bounce too. No, 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 man, no. Oh boy, what we was an hour and God damn it, man. No, we almost on, man. did it. <laughs> All right, I'm anyway. moving on. Yeah, thank you, Trey, Dick. <laughs> I just thought I'd share that. I just thought thought I would share that with the listeners. Trey Jamal Ely has brought <laughs> Micah to the show again. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Trey Jamal. Touché. Touché. Jamal. Right. Uh-huh. My artist of the week, I'm going to go. You just call I, me Theo. Oh, my God. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> you know, I just watched the episode when um, they oh. found a snake in the house and then Claire was scared of the snake and she caught oh, the snake yeah. in the bag. I just saw the episode. Um our artist of the week is going. I was just playing it earlier today. Uh, Pat Metheny's uh, "The Way Up," that record. Ooh, 
See? Yes. See that? You see that response, Trey? You see that? That's because that record is the shit. I, that I told is a dope ass record. I told Trey earlier um, we were doing uh, Cannon Sister Rock and Mike um, rehearsals, and we were in the room, and somebody put that on in a break, and then I listened to that record for the rest of the year. <laughs> like it was just the only Man. thing I listened to, and it's it's a it's like a full movement suite. Um, it kind of mm-hmm. feels it, it it really feels like you're listening to like gospel music, like gospel jazz. Like a is, what's his name it. on that record? Uh, ben? No, um, no. Ben? No, he's not on there. No, no, no. I think this was a couple couple years before Ben got in with them, okay. but it's still a dope record. It's it's really it's really well crafted. Um, the movements of it are, are really dope. So I would advise you guys to check a listen to that if you get a chance. Um, and those are our artists of the week, and this is our show for the week. Thank you guys for tuning in. On behalf of myself, John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, this is Sports and Things. You can catch us every, there you go, that's it, every Saturday uh, on the Unhinged Sports Network at 12. I also posted recently all the encore times that they have for us, too. You can check us out on um, at Sports and Things on Instagram or at IZ Sports on Twitter. Um, or you can check us out wherever you find podcasts or listen to podcasts um, across the board. And shout out to our partnerships with uh, Fanatics.com and Fubo TV. Um, and that's our show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll catch you guys next week. Peace. Uh-huh. Take my nigga Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> <laughs> Take him where? <laughs> Take him to the river. <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah We got the vibe on deck, bro Four dope brothers talking sports, so let's go If you could just imagine some dudes into music Get together to talk trash about whose teams is losing So here we go, Deke Turner, John Lane, Trey Illy Jay Hill, the MVP, court in the history So now what? They got they mics and gizmos Podcast rapper for DC, what it is, mo Yeah, we talking sports and things From rookies who bought the vets about to get more rings Plus more things, like a jam session or something, yep. then we beefing because our favorite team, John like slumming, John like pumping, over podcasts and steady every O, you want more than that whole hum, so here we go, yeah, we go from bars to beats, to podcast or AstroTurf with balls and cleats, like that y'all, talking sports and things, talking sports and things, Priest the Nomad, uh, talking sports and things, we talking sports and things, Dean Turner, John Lane, talking sports and things, baby, we talking sports and things, Trey Illy, Jay Hill, talking sports and things, talking sports and things, DC, baby, Thanks for listening to Sports and Things featuring John Lane, Trey Ely, Jay Hill, and Dennis Turner. Be sure to follow and subscribe for our upcoming episodes. You can also reach the team on Instagram at S-P-O-R-T-Z-A-N-D-T-H-I-N-G-Z and on Twitter at I-Z-S-P-O-R-T-Z. Mary 
redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.